The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Spectrums, nurturing your inner being. Your hosts are Dee Lee and Lady J. In our program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. Did you know that you can have a direct effect on your environment and your connection with others? Find out more today. Here are your hosts, Dee Lee and Lady J. Welcome to our show, Mighty Spectrums, Nurturing Your Inner Being. Our focus today is exploring how we decide to clothe our thoughts as we create and bring our individual thought gems from inside ourselves to full expression outside of ourselves. We are actively seeking to turn on the powerful keys of G, which are go, grow, and glow, which inspires discovery and exploration of the valuable opportunity for rediscovering yourself so you can embrace where you want to go, grow, and glow from inside to the outside of your world. My name is Dee Lee. As individuals, we are each a mighty gem making up uh, individual facets of ourselves. In my prior-focused Voice America series of weekly empowerment shows since August of 2014, I have shared a lot of thought gems around the important foundation of our unique elements within our individual selves. In the discovery of becoming more empowered, empowered, we are we we can learn a lot about how powerful we really are. There are a multitude of possibilities open to us when we take time to slow down long enough to look at what really what that really means for ourselves. When we take time to look inside of ourselves, it can be a surprise at how closely our facets of self are reflections of the full spectrum of life from all kinds of beings on this planet. I'm honored to be here in our new show focus with my longtime friend and co-host, Lady J. We recently reconnected after 30 years. Although we have made a lot of different choices that have led us down a variety of paths to get where we are today, interestingly, we have ended up in a similar place of discovery and desire to share. As a muse, um, I am always keeping my inner being entertained as I play with words, feelings, and external images that emerge from a poetic um, ex- exploration of the words and feelings. I have one today that um, I created called Patches. That's P-A-T-C-H-E-S. What true wonders exist in a patch of green, exploding visual sensory scene from deep inside of the earth a seed bursts forth in a full expression and blooms. Observe the effect of a busy nature's quest, of birds in seemingly frantic search, of twigs and twine to build their nest in time. A full spectrum of colorful expressions and explosions on each growing green stem. A particularly a participatory stream of color and scent 
consuming the eyes and blasting the nose in all directions exposed. Available rays of light and breeze flow playing and weaving in between, taking their turns as a simple dance. And if you take a moment to connect with this scene, take a deep full breath and with your internal eyes, capture how this simple focus really feels. It has been genuinely shared and now is yours. So you can escape and replay it again and again. Here are a couple of shared wisdoms to ponder. You know, Buddha said, with our thoughts, we make the world. And Martha Graham said, there is only one of you in all time. This expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and will be lost. As part of our spectrum of discovery and expression, it is always interesting to explore what has come before and has had a lasting effect on us. From my personal experience when I was young, my mother read to my siblings and I before we went to bed almost every evening from a variety of library resource books. The Emperor's New Clothes by Hans Christian Andersen had a profound effect on me. The tale has been adapted into all kinds of media variations since it was first published in 1837 and has been translated into over a hundred different languages. From looking at some of the summary of details on this um, story, from Wikipedia, The Emperor's New Clothes is about two weavers who promised an emperor a new suit of clothes that they say is invisible to those who are unfit for their positions, stupid or incompetent. When the emperor parades before his subjects in his new clothes, no one dares to say that they don't see any suit of clothes on him for fear that they will be, quote-unquote, unfit for their positions, stupid or incompetent. In the story, finally, a child cries out and says, but he is wearing nothing at all. As an idiom... The story is where no one believes, but everyone believes that everyone else believes, or alternately, they are all ignorant as to whether the emperor in reality has clothes on or not. Jack Zipes presented his thoughts about this story in Hans Christian Andersen, The Misunderstood Storyteller, when he described how the tale shows the courage of how convictions can show up for us. As a kid, I was fascinated with the effect. Sight becomes insight, which in turn prompts action. As this tale has traveled through many cultures and is considered one of Anderson's best-known tales, it's also shared in a variety of commentaries. Historically, the tale established Anderson's reputation as a, child, as a children's author, whose story actually impart lessons of value for his juvenile audience. It romanticized children by investing them with the courage to challenge authority and to speak truth to power. With each successive description of the swindler's wonderful cloth, it becomes more substantial, more palatable, and a thing of imaginary beauty for the reader, even though it has no material existence. Its beauty, however, is obscured at the end of the tale with the obligatory moral message for children. From amusing thought, what is the real value of the tale? Is it the creation of the wonderful illusionary fabric image? It, get, it shows up in our imagination. 
or the ultimate message of expression by sharing thought, words that have a basic value and a sense of truth with a different perception or interpretation. By stepping back, the story also brings up the fact that words we choose to outwardly express and clothe with a certain feeling fabric choice, it can solicit a colorful image like seeing a physical outfit from a wardrobe and you know it's really like cloth it doesn't really protect us but it is covering us and covering the thought as with uh you know what lady j will be sharing further uh, in this discussion today the purpose of all speech is to clothe thought and thus make our thoughts available to others When we speak, we evoke a thought and make it present, and we bring that which is concealed within us into audible expression. From a musing perspective, there is a lot of powerful effect of words as we choose and nurture both our inner and outer being. Ultimately, you are the teacher and the instructor for both your unconscious and conscious mind. Sometimes we need to simplify and clarify our expectations of our language. That way we can create what we really want if there is, if there is a gap between what, how you feel within and the responses you get or the events or results you see on your, as you share your thoughts. Dr. Emoto, a Japanese researcher, has described some powerful results he discovered between water crystals and matter. With the use of a high-powered microscope and high-speed camera, he discovered the crystals will change depending on the thoughts that are directed at them. So when he directed higher energy words and feelings of love at the crystals, the result was the water developed into a sparkling brilliance, and the crystal patterns were colorful, unique, complex patterns like snowflakes. On the flip side, when he, di- he directed lower energy words, or thoughts such as fear or anger at the water. The resulting effect was dull or asymmetrical patterns. Ultimately, what this means is how we are at the control switch because we are made up of 70% of water. The thoughts and words we give forth in action to have power and energy beyond what we likely believe. When you ponder the possibilities of what this means to you personally, think about the ramifications of how this affects our internal and external worlds. With our change from lower energy to higher energy realities for ourselves and what we see, feel, hear, touch, think, and speak, we can effectively discover firsthand how this immediately resonates and can give us harmony in our life. As we tune into the higher frequency, it will likely offer long-term, consistent, and powerful results that move us toward our personal goals. As with Anderson's tale of imaginary clothes, it comes down to our own basic belief system, expectations, and results of our choice of thought, fabric patterns. Interestingly, we can not only affect ourselves, but also those around us. How we choose to show up in this way also affects our results. You'll observe in both outcomes you personally experience as well as how people perceive you and are attracted to you because you have an optimistic attraction. It has been shown that having a more positive outward disposition is an attraction for others. 
For myself, I have long had a basic internal optimistic attitude from as far back as I can remember. As a kid, I found this was not always a positive attitude as friends would be emotional and want to wallow around in the lower energy word choices and feelings. When you look around, that is what happens in the real world for the most part, and there is challenge and sometimes hesitancy to seek a higher plane to operate from. The question for the moment is not when you are going to decide to clear out any objects that are in the way of results you want from within and in your outside experience, but how quickly can you get this going? We're as a society, we're also very interested in, in immediate results. When you step forward as the empowerment of yourself, tell the story to yourself of what is your imaginary wardrobe design that you have, are going to wear inside and outside as you change your response to how you show up now. Connect and reclaim your own power to fully nurture your inner being and have it be your foundation for opening your own space for your success, whatever you are seeking. Henry Ford said, "Who those who believe they can do something and those who believe they can't are both right. Where do we start on this journey of designing our own fabric of the possible outcomes and clothes for our wardrobe? as we become aware of the choices, use, and conscious belief of what is possible from our own powerful creations. We have the choice to listen to others, like the weavers promising a beautiful fabric to the emperor, or to empower ourselves to embrace the total freedom available to make the personal choices necessary to revitalize our possibilities of results. Having a sense of curiosity helps to propel you forward and the basic changes start as your conscious level changes and is sparkling and the results can be instantly noted. When you build from the curiosity platform, it brings up a higher level energy vibration of a creative environment that provides the proper feeding grounds for wonderful thoughts and ideas. From here, your conscious focus provides an internal switch to to uh, switch a connection between your unconscious and conscious resulting in more active manifestation of your desired outside results. It can be as simple as, where you think you are, there you are. This is a powerful phrase I have personally been planting for myself, and it has consistently shifted my focus and perspective as I can actively participate in the resulting outcome. What if they are and wherever they are? Interestingly, by doing this consciously, the resulting outcomes and benefits are given the opportunity to bloom. What this ultimately means is that we choose to take care of the seedlings in a such a way that we properly nourish them in a, and that it supports each kind of seedlings growth and it feeds the ones that result in benefiting ourselves as well as the world we live in. As a lifetime user, I have been looking for seedlings that are available to help with designing and creating my own wardrobe, thought wardrobe, and asking what that unique fabric is made out of. The biggest source I have found is to have a basic sense of happiness. With all of the naysayers and reasons outside of ourselves pointing out how unrealistic this is, I have found that it is really a basic skill that we can learn. Happiness should not be considered an elusive thing or an abstract. It needs to be right here, right now, and part of our underlying design of what we are wanting 
where are we wanting to go, grow, and glow. It is the basic ingredient of our basic fabric of life patterns. There are multiple ways of looking at happiness and how they are very, and, and basically they're very personal and unique to each of us. The meanings and descriptions come from our core values and beliefs. When building a new way to go, it does require focus. It has been dis- discussed that there are some, you know, things with the word focus that um, are good to keep in mind. And um, in that sense, there are really five levels of focus. How do you focus? In our environment right now, it's a challenge as we have so many distractions. But basically, we can start with a um, commentary here that we can say, okay, we want to set a boundary. Decide in advance how much time you want to dedicate to do something. Personally, if I don't set boundaries such as I will stop working at five, I will easily work until midnight. Setting boundaries for myself tells my brain the urgency to focus because my time is limited. By not doing so, sometimes I can feel like I'm wasting a whole lot of time. And on that note, we're going to take a brief uh, conscious uh, commercial break, and we will be back and focused on how to surround ourselves with a wardrobe of happiness. See you in a few minutes. Amrita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful, inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Spectrums, nurturing your inner being. And today we're talking about focus. And um, I shared a little bit about thought, clothing, and um, our Uh, You probably have heard about the emperor and new clothes uh, story from uh, way back, but 
Um, part of the discussion here is looking at how we can focus um, to help our um, experience level. And we all have the possibility of having an experience based upon how we present you know, this information to ourselves. So part of the um, set of five levels of focus I mentioned earlier was to set a boundary. And so what we want to do is step out and say, okay, well, I want to focus this amount of time or energy on certain thing. Um, we're designing and weaving our thought process around a foundation of happiness. And the and basically, the second level of focus is to do the most important thing first. Similarly, I've been I've created various rules for myself to to be actually better focused. Like the rule: I won't check email until I've written 500 words today, or I won't check Facebook until I've completed the day's most important task. This is effective because not only am I setting boundary, but also I'm prioritizing and making sure that tasks important to me always get completed first. Personally, if I check email or Facebook first thing in the morning, it makes my brain feel scattered and unable to focus. For myself, I spend my first hour after awakening um, being in meditation and designing my day, feeling like I have painted my own scenery around a very calm, uh, natural and creative space and it's kind of interesting if if for some reason I'm scattered when I get up and do not put myself in that boundary of time my day can be feeling scattered so my thoughts are clothed in confusion or priorities become challenging uh, so level three block out you know sound um, this might not be applicable to everyone. Sometimes, you know, sound does help. Like I end up, um, for myself, listening to calming music or um, I'm a, a Reiki master. So I uh, surround myself with, with Reiki sounds and natural sounds. And I find that really helpful. I'm a pretty sensitive person to sound. So if there's something that's more random or not feeling like it's flowing, um, it's not going to help my focus. And so um, it's good to block out noise by wearing a noise-canceling headphone if you need to, to do a focused effort. And with that thought, too, you want to remove distractions. So you want to clear off your desk where you work, you know, from paper clutter or other clutter. You can close your browser tabs, especially the one with email. You know, turn off notifications, turn off the phone. I'd rather go as far as turning off the internet for a period of time to focus if you have to do a total um, discovery of time and also uh, deadline. So if you're committing to becoming distraction-free for a certain amount of time, you can, you can um, really focus on one task at a time, and it's interesting how that actually brings you along to accomplishment. You can motivate yourself and get it so that you can, um, once you do the modification, you uh, are able to get things done, and you feel good about it. So from a happiness perspective, um, you end up doing the the 
priority basis and you also are accomplishing something. So that does make you feel better. And if you create this, um, because we're creatures of habit, the more that we do something, not only does it become easier, but also our brain knows to tune into it. For myself, my morning ritual of uh, starting my day with expectation of peace and, and quality uh, outcomes um, is sets my own feeling for that to show up. So it helps to have that expectation because if something comes along and um, sometimes um, you know your outcome might be um, related to something that you have not planned, but it, you'll have a basic source. And you'll be able to move yourself back into the expectation of that zone. And it's, it's a practice process. And so the more that I repeat this, the more my brain is creating and strengthening this um, to facilitate this. And um, it's really having that sense of starting somewhere. And you can start, you know, now if you want. Or you can also... Um, have a certain time that you want to set aside so you're not mentally cluttered. In this whole process, you want to remember to breathe because that's part of us being alive and also helps to relax, relax you and focus. J.D. Meyer has shared his way of happiness, seven principles, and I find these just really helpful um, to help focus. And so um, focus, you know, look look for fulfillment. What is the meaning in your life? It's really looking for the greater good and what gives you the best feeling. A lot of it is using different ways to um, use high energy words rather than low energy words. If you spend more time on your value, what is the value of what you're looking for as an outcome? And the best way is to connect to your your sense of what makes you feel good. You'll master your craft of yourself. And once you've mastered and feel better, then the output from yourself is going to help not only yourself, but others. Set your own happiness level. We have each of us a level of overall happiness. And we can embrace it and start from wherever you are. The best thing is to simply gradually get there. And once you drive your ship or yourself with that basic happiness, it's really a decision. And you look from there as you're going so that that actually get, gets you there. And as you point your camera on purpose, you're looking forward. You are the director of your life. And as you focus, you can get yourself into more powerful spot. It's really a simple test of, you know, enjoying the moment. And as you create your own new thought clothes, be sure to also practice that enjoyment in this moment. The moment is all that we have. It is only in this moment that life happens. Treasure it, bless it, thank it, and live it. Live it fully, regardless of what you're doing. And as you stop and pay attention, you will find them that they they become a sparkling gem. So you're weather report for the today is possibility of sparkles and with that 
we're going to also uh, jump over to Lady J and share as she shares her mighty spectrum of thoughts and experience on this powerful topic. Thank you, Delee. I'm very excited about our subject this week, too. It's always a powerful learning and confirmation time for me, putting notes together in a way to be able to share. I know you experienced that, too. And I want to paint a picture to listeners that I am sitting here with my yummy cup of skinny in my hand and my book, Giggles and God, which I refer to often as I speak. And the weather here in Louisiana is very much like yours right now in the state of Washington, for the moment anyway. They say here that if you don't like the weather in Louisiana, just stick around a few minutes, it'll change. (laughs) And I've seen the truth in that. Did you know? Our heart is considered a viable display of Sabbath. The average heart pulsates at 75 beats per minute. By the time it reaches age 50, it will have rested 30 years through its beat-stop-beat-stop pattern. Yep, got a Wonders DVD. Did you check it out yet, Trivia Buffs? And no, I have not been solicited to advertise it. I just found it and love it, and so will you. Now... So setting the atmosphere of comprehension for the principle of the spoken word, I want to explain a bit more on why I choose to share the principles most exclusively and of their vital place in our lives. Do you remember we talked about the gales of circumstances and how they tend to come at us in short blasts incessantly once we commit to changing our thoughts? For me, before I understood the truth of those words, I had the constant feeling of being unsettled. I knew enough of the principles by then to live my life properly and advance confidently in most areas of my life. I knew how to live harmlessly and kept in the practice of it, for it was definitely not perfected, but greatly improved. And I knew my potential as a business person. Knowing money is a necessity as a means to progress on this globe, I targeted the building of my business vision and strove to put into living example the knowledge and wisdom now at my beck and call through the principles. Before I leave this lifetime, I wanted greatly to leave that legacy for all humanity, not just my children and grandchildren, yet gales of circumstances did indeed bombard me one after another and seemed to be trying to thwart that goal. That was a desire of my heart written in my diary five years ago. I recognize now that the priority was not the bringing to fruition the vision, but was instead the intent of perfecting my soul through the details, seen and unseen through the living out of those circumstances. More urgent indeed was the awakening of my innate possibilities through which the success, even as my soul prospers principle unfolds. It was of no matter that my ultimate goals in the working out of the vision steps were intended to stimulate humanity into remembering their own innate possibilities. While the plan appeared quite noble, it was as child's play in comparison to the ultimate goal of God's vision. To that goal, I realized I must embrace the gales of circumstances with childlike glee. The journey's the thing, my soul perpetually reminds me. That was my experience five years ago, and it is still true today. And that is why I enjoy the walk through the fire improving the principles so I can speak with authority their validity. 
It is the listener's personal responsibility of letting their own soul guide in confirmation or perhaps even in just the great possibility of the truths of the principles of which I share. What I speak on these shows are my personal experiences put to words in the hope of easing the right living way for another. If I reach one and they reach one, if each one would reach one, perhaps all humanity would finally learn and respect the principles of God and we could enjoy the world's journey of evolution. Ageless Wisdom teaches... What treasures a pure, free, and dauntless consciousness can give to humanity? But the inertia of habit holds the inexperienced one in fetters. Yet, for the one sincerely on the path to right living, when you meet a foe too great for you, behold, the Son of Man is at your door, and he can speak, and all the hosts of heaven will stand in your defense. When one determines to uphold the principles of God, The entire universe comes to that one's defense in each and every moment. Strive to become confident of that truth. There is no need any longer to walk the path with bated breath. One may notice to what extent spiritually aspiring people, even under the most unfavorable conditions, find strength to discover the light. Such light bearers are watched over and are able to overcome the most incredible difficulties. The principle has been sent. The path has been indicated. Let him who seeks find. He who follows the principle's teaching loses the passivity so cherished by people. But he who does not follow receives the full downpour of karma. That is what all creeds call you reap what you sow. Judge for yourselves who has chosen the right path. When you follow the principles, can there be failure? The principles bring refinement of consciousness as a great happiness. Where then to find a power equal to that which results from obedience to the principles? Aspire to follow the principles teachers with great diligence. When one breaks the principles of God, more surely even then as results the breaking of any man-made principles, there is no limit to the chaos that must ensue, if not immediately, eventually, and most often without warning. It also keeps that one in darkness, revolving continuously on the wheel of misery and want, which is why I so desire to share my findings with those whose soul was also tapped for more understanding. To be able to clearly explain why the spoken word is so valuable, even though inhibited slightly more than the all-powerful thought, I must try to explain about the manifesting substance in which it abides and has no choice but to utilize as its power. Indeed, it is the very substance which permeates all in existence into infinity, else we would see the borders of such a phenomenon. The substance is called by many names, as is our Lord, yet my favorite title would be Akesa. Folks, we need to stop for a break here and listen to this most excellent announcement, but come right back. I've laid the groundwork for some powerful tools.
Pam Rita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings. The full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful, inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. I had just explained about the omnipresent manifesting substance, Akesa, which permeates throughout infinity. Have you seen those glittering particles in the sun's rays when streaming through the window or tree and thought them dust? Have you ever wondered how our lungs and noses could abide breathing such dust for an hour, a day, a lifetime without our perishing from it? Do yourself a favor. Next time you see a ray of sunshine, pay attention to the dust you see floating in it. Then, pay close attention to it, for perhaps your soul is ready to see the subtle world of the divine. You will see that the crystal dust is not just in that ray of light, but permeates everything, literally everything. Yet, not all can see them, have you noticed? They are the substance and elements of this subtle world, and only those of a higher consciousness may observe whether they are living the principles cognitively or not. That dust, let your soul confirm, is the manifesting substance of God used for everything in existence into infinity. It is the substance which upholds the entire cosmos. Then you will recognize that the omnipresent dust is God himself. I love to contemplate on his omnipresence allowing him to experience the tree, the bird, the ocean, the planet, the cloud, the star, and me, indeed, every existing thing, all at the same time. It brings about a higher sense of responsibility in how I live my life, and I consider it my reasonable service in his omniscient plan. We inhale God, comprehend this, we cannot be separated from him. I have to tell you here that I have experienced that feeling of being separated from God, and indeed that is the very essence of the agony when not embracing, by choice, His principles. 
I was never truly separated, for we cannot be except in our minds and illusions as part of the principle and its natural consequences. It is written, the essence of the unmanifested spirit permeates the substance, akesa, of space. The minute spheres of the elements are of dazzling beauty, and besmirching them is like destroying a wonderful flower. Beware, the sower of thought gathers the harvest. The consciousness of space, akesa, permeates the brain substance. This process cannot be demonstrated and it cannot be measured. Akesa permeates all. It is my belief that with an understanding of those statements by those great ones who speak with authority, it stands that we are gods, as it says in Psalms 82.6, and by the very fact that our bodies and minds and all the illusions of earth and the cosmos are of the same substance. As we embrace this knowledge, we are able to manipulate without hypnotism or mysticism the substance even to the washing of our minds of the thoughts we no longer wish to battle. Habits are changed, wrong beliefs are vanished, illnesses are cured, and poverty becomes estranged from the human race. Wash your mind, you say? Well, let me explain this. Wash your mind simply by splashing the surrounding granules, that would be the akasa, the divine crystal dust, over your face and head as you would with water on a hot day, though your form, your body, does not inhibit the cleansing flow of this substance. You are using the very same elements to wash with as that which makes up your body. Picture that which you want removed and let the divine dust wash out those thoughts, behaviors, and doubts as it replaces with new substance and healing. Be ever diligent, though, to keep the mind renewed with pure and worthy knowledge. Expect results and keep alert for subtle changes which may be steps to the execution of your action. You can do this often. Be cautious not to reject them. Remember, do not imprison your answer to prayer. It is written, the akesa is not merely one element among others, it is a fundamental element, the ultimately real dimension of the cosmos. It is what, in its subtle divine aspect, underlies all things, and in its gross physical aspect, becomes all things. As we fuel the manifesting crystals with our benevolent or our thoughtless words, contemplation of this element's presence throughout this planet and the cosmos, as much as we are able to attend, will strengthen the soul's aim in this your soul perfection process. Now, this brings me to the principle of the spoken word. While it is still so closely intertwined with the principle of thought, we have read that God even hears when the tiny sparrow falls. It confirms my profound belief that the words we speak and the thoughts we think are carried upon those permeating crystals as abruptly as a match to kerosene, instantly pervading all infinity with their blessing or refuse. Ponder on that statement. Likewise are our prayers sent into the creating substance manifesting through the very existence of each crystal, that universal and perpetual storehouse of creation. 
Gratefully, upon recognition of this principle and in effort to change lowly behaviors, those true to the teaching of the principles are made aware that, even as instantaneous as is that action of a match to kerosene, the positive and worthy thought is even more powerful and quick, able to cancel the wicked word or thought when the desire to do so is sent out. Catch the importance of that statement if you have ever felt the hounds of hell breathing down your neck for the regret of words spoken in haste. Recognize the power, therefore, of united mantrams. Those are specific prayers and their canceling effect on multitudes and eons of thought refuse which has been inhibiting humanity's evolution. We must recognize and embrace the principles of both thought and word responsibility. Most especially, be aware of the power of words on children. One hour of quality talk can change a child's life forever. To live in the principles of God is to recognize you are and live as one with God. On being one with God, does it help to remind you that we are all sons of God, as in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Universal Mother? As that member of the family, it is inherent in us to be therefore perfect. And as in any royal family such as this, there are the obedient and the disobedient, yet all are loved and provided resources, principles, equally What they choose to do with them is their free will. To live as that soul, one with God, we must be diligent to practice specific directives. (laughs) Yes, more homework here. Rather, soul work. (laughs) Got your pen and paper? It will also be in the transcript you'll find on my website, amritanicolemarketing.com. The directives are as follows. 1. Ban self-centeredness. 2. Take no credit. 3. Meditate the good for others first. 4. Overcome lack of anything. That there's a biggie. 5. See others as souls in the perfection process. And that means A. Be sensitive and strive always to be aware of others' spirits and needs. B. Live harmlessly in words, thoughts, deeds, and actions, reactions. Remember we are each an opportunity liaison, and it is a reciprocal process, led by the principle of do unto others. We must strive not to miss any opportunity to assist another on their sojourn, lest we have to wait another age, 2,500 years, to repair. Set up today in words, thoughts, and deeds for others first what you would have for tomorrow. One specific directive I have yet to master is that of stating responses to those who struggle with gossip or negativity, which will cause them to respond back with positive words into their own lives without seeming manipulative or coercive. Sometimes I just give up trying for some are extremely impregnated with the insistence of chaos and drama in their lives and flat out tell them to stop. Let's change those nasty words coming out of your mouth. They are destroying your beautiful life. And then, alas for them, (laughs) I get on the bandwagon. 
I really try not to do that for later. I feel I was insensitive to their need. But, oh well, we can only keep trying, right? And that's what matters. And eventually, because the intention was pure, that one will come to see how much we cared. And maybe the vital planted seed will grow. The other reason for stopping such a speaker of damaging words is for the sake of all mankind. For remember those words fly into the cosmos, wreaking havoc among the energies which rule our planet and humanity. In allowing the verbal flow of decay to continue, thinking it a kindness in offering a sympathetic ear, it makes us instead an accomplice. Practice simply excusing yourself kindly, wishing them the best, and removing yourself from the snare. As you do so, remember to send out a prayer for that one who has yet to be freed and who is one with us all. No sound is ever made without producing a corresponding response in the cosmos and the manifesting substance, thereby constructing a form of benevolence or malevolence according to the intent or motive of the speaker. The basis of all manifested phenomena is the spoken word with the full purpose of the will behind it. The soul on the path to right living must control his speech every minute of the day. This refers not to reticence or silence, but rather to the controlled use of words to effect certain ends and the retention of speech when not needed. Because words clothe thoughts, thereby limiting the entirety of a thought or idea and our present mental incapacity to comprehend, there can never be an entire truth in the spoken or written word. Only when telepathic communication supersedes speech and writing will the plan and technique of its expression be grasped in clearer and precise interpretation. Until then, it is impossible to put the divine ideas into their ideal form and then bring them down into the world of meaning and from there into the world of symbols like spoken or written words. Words of extreme power are those of criticism, worry, and irritation. Because in a sudden burst of critical thought, the entire personality is galvanized, cemented into a potent coordination of a wrong kind and with disastrous results. This means the entire body, head to toe and every cell, comes into perfect agreement with the attitude set up by that thinker and makes it nearly impossible not to speak the harmful words that will greatly harm the one being criticized and render the speaker permeable for any illness to affect any weakness in their body. Because criticism, being a faculty of the lower mind, can hurt and wound, no man can proceed upon the path of right living as long as wounds are made and pain is knowingly given. The most common of all causes are worry and irritation. They are more prevalent now because of the world situation as such, the problems and the uncertainty, scarcely a person is exempt. The intercommunication between people at this time, not just through the spoken word anymore, has increased so much and people live in massed groups, large and small, that it is inevitable that they produce an effect upon each other as never before. If one member suffers, all the members suffer with it, is a statement of truth. 
ancient but new in application and realized more today than any other time in ages past. We have become so tuned in to each other's emotional conditions and mental attitudes in a new and more potent manner. Consider the antagonistic resources such as news channels and reality shows. To our own engrossing concerns and worries are added those of our fellow men with whom we might be and rapport. It brings about the previsions and self-inflicted concerns for what might be, and yet without the mass influence of others' thoughts and words, would never be in that worried one's life. Irritation itself is inflammatory and hard to bear and leads to much difficulty. The trait of irritation has been found to cause certain forms of eye trouble. Because worry and irritation prevent true vision in the spiritual sense, the one who is victim to these conditions sees nothing but the cause of his complaints and is so submerged through self-pity, self-consideration, or in a focused negative condition that his vision and spiritual progress is narrowed, affecting all in his circles. There is little one can do when tests and deep distress and anxieties overwhelm except to stand by them in love, send healing thoughts, and invoke their inner strength to repair and usefulness once again. I want to encourage you to check out Delee's beautiful inspirational photo jams on her website essenceofauthenticpresence.com and my spiritual greeting cards, keeper collection gift cards on spiritwinepub.com. They are created for display and collecting while providing perpetual inspiration. I also spoke at the beginning of today's show of my book, Giggles and God. It was written earlier on my spiritual walk. It is available on my bookstore, Spirit Wine Publications, at spiritwinepub.com. I'm so happy you have joined us on this Sojourn of Mighty Spectrums today on Voice America. Please feel free to email comments or questions to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. You will find a transcript of the principle of the spoken word as well as the audio and other blessings on my website, amritanicolemarketing.com. I will share on the principle of action-reaction next Friday. It's a very powerful principle. You don't want to miss it. I, Lady J, encourage you to join me in the practice of speaking words as gifts for joy at the end of the day. May you have a joyful weekend. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 